Turn your headache into the investment property you've always wanted with Real Property Management First Choice. Whether you've been doing it yourself or you're thinking about renting your home, they're trusted, locally owned, locally invested property managers. They offer stringent tenant placement processes, rent collection, twice annual inspection, designated maintenance coordination, and legally sound eviction services. Managing your own property is time-consuming, maximizing your profit, protect your asset, and enjoy the peace of mind with RPM. You can call them today at 479-309-5861 or visit rpmfirstchoice.com. All right, so this is going to be Northwest Arkansas Investors Podcast episode... Ah, shoot. Is this 11? Love you. I'm going to redo that. Love you. This is Northwest Arkansas Investors Podcast, episode 11. Thank you for tuning in with us. It is Zach Stanley, Brandon Still, Isaac Johnson. Thank you for tuning in. We're going to get into, we're just going to kind of talk about whatever here. We got, we're going to break down some deals today. Uh, We're going to go into some economy um, insight and Isaac's got some other things that we're going to do. We, I was, <laughs> I almost forgot about this session. I was, <laughs> we, we meet in Springdale and I was almost out to my house in Elkins and I said, Oh crap. I, I forgot we had this scheduled. So I turned around, busted it 130 miles an hour back up here and we are here. Zach also uh, called me on the way cause I was at firehouse subs and he says, Hey, can you get me, uh, only meat? <laughs> and so I walked into a firehouse and asked for a bowl of meatballs and just got strange looks. Hey, <laughs> I gotta, I gotta keep my figure. You gotta, gotta get those games. Gotta keep uh, my, gotta keep my girly figure. <laughs> yeah. Goodness gracious, man. Well, uh, we're we're a week off. We're, we we missed a week. We are, yeah. I feel like yeah. I haven't seen you on a while. I know the fans are missing us. Um, yeah, we're going to blame it on March Madness. <clears throat> and yep. I was talking before this, I Isaac Johnson owe an apology to the Arkansas Razorbacks mm-hmm. yep. in, in every sport, yep. but mainly basketball. I was a hater. I wasn't ready for that. They really showed themselves. Then a little doubt crept in with UConn, but turns out they're just real. Yeah, UConn's real. They're just yeah. like, they're just no different. Yeah. yeah. So I don't think you could have asked for a better. I'm in the same boat. I said they would get beat by Illinois. Apparently, UConn yeah. has some guys, three or four guys that are going to be celebrating Ramadan or what is that? Yo, they, is that yeah, the holidays? The, uh, they're gonna be so fast. their big post player can't think of his name. Is a freak was fasting and dropped like. Well, I think buckets. it's coming up, isn't it? Or no, no, it's, it okay, was happening okay. this past week. So it's a 24 hour fast or something like that. Oh my gosh. No water, no food, and then go went play. out and played a basketball game. <laughs> yeah. They just for 24 hours and ate them up. Goodness <laughs> gracious! Yeah. Just different. Isaac, our mics look good down there. Yeah, uh, levels good. are looking solid. I'm Man. speaking up. Good. Brandon, say, uh, talk about talk about Arkansas baseball for a little bit because I want to talk about baseball for two seconds. I have yep. some, I have a hot take. I know you guys are baseball guys. Yes. Yeah, you know, I think we're we're a good ball club. No question about it. Uh, I, I would even venture to say a great ball club. Yeah. I think even in a down year for LSU to go win a ball game out of three mm-hmm. is is a success. I mean, I mean, it, it, they went in there being the number one team. Yeah, on a down year, going in there and winning one game it's on the road good. for sure. Yeah, on, on the road is still a good. So I've been sure. I've been hiding it from you guys pretty well. Um, I'm I'm not a baseball guy. <laughs> not, not a yeah. not a fan. Never Don't watch it. I love. I love being there in person. Yeah. Do you guys watch baseball like on TV on purpose? 
Um, I watch. I watch the. I watch the playoffs. Okay, I respect. Definitely playoffs. Maybe All Star game. Yeah. So with that being said, I think I'm going to go balls to the wall baseball fan this year. Mm -hmm. Um, Do you guys watch MLB? Do I need to pick a team? Yeah, you need to pick a team. I mean, I'm an Eagles fan. Philly, Philly baseball. So should, I do, should I do the Philly? Yeah. yeah. Or is that too easy? No. No. Philly's not be good. The ugliest mascot. Uh, the Astros. Oh. Yeah. No, no I don't support shooters. My- <laughs> <laughs> I'll never watch yeah. baseball. Just, 100%. That's all I've heard. Okay. That's funny. Man. All right. Well, now, next episode, I'll have a team. Yes. Okay. We're, we're going we're, we're gonna to record two episodes here. Uh, you know, you guys won't know that we're recording two, but that's what we're doing. Yep. So, <clears throat> did we want to go into some, I'll just dive into some deals or, or what, what are you no, thinking? I want to, I kind of want to just shoot it for a minute with you all. And, yeah. And, um, you know, I think there's a lot of chaos in the streets right now, it feels like, I especially agree. if you're on real estate Twitter, which I, which I have been more active lately, just, just like following. There's a guy out there named Real Estate Trent. Real Estate Trent's the guy. I think you put me on. Yeah. Um, And there's some other guys out there that are commercial guys. I've started to follow a lot of storage guys as well. But it just seems like there's chaos in the streets right now. There's Mm -hmm. sellers wanting, you know, four caps. Or uh, even recently, I've, like, been pitched by a broker out of Austin, a a three-and-a-half cap in in Fayetteville. With a dead serious Um, face. Unbelievable. (laughs) And and, and I was reading this article before we started as well, and, it said uh, there, there's an analyst here saying that there's nearly $200 billion worth of uh, of commercial loans about to be due this year. Yeah. Um, oh, my so goodness. So just a lot, a lot of owners uh, stressed out, mm-hmm. banks stressed out as, as well. And then, yeah, I mean, how, yeah. how do we – I mean, what what should we be thinking about now as as we <clears throat> roll into this time period? I think you got to think uh, what's, what's, the, what's the boiling point? Where, at what point does the – I hate to say the word bubble pop, you know, it's just like right. used so much, but at what point does too much become too much? You know, I think what the only thing that we can do is be ready for opportunities. And so what that screams to me is opportunities to hit the market with our clients that we represent with ourselves. And something that I'm doing is, I mean, right now I'm, I'm saving my money for, you know, when there's pain in the economy, when there's some pain points. And so I'm hoping to, you know, scoop some stuff up when things are, are a little tougher and get some, you know, sellers that are in some tough spots and go, hey, you know, it's a tough economy, but, you know, I'm going to I'm going to get these homes now and then look back and go, I'm glad I held my money out for the for the right point. I think it's just sellers still haven't come back down to earth yet. Um, I think we're going to see, you know, I, I think that's a crazy stat. All those those loans do. Um, so we're, we're, we're going to see, you know, we're going to see what's going to happen. I mean, I definitely wouldn't be, be advising anyone to go, you know, you know, unless it's like works, it just works out really well. Go buy a bunch of stuff right now. But yeah, yeah. I, I've been watching a guy, too, that uh, he, he even said, go out if you if you can go out and get secure some HELOCs, some home equity, home equity line of credits, if you can. And just to give, get yourself a little bit more liquid as we get into this new time period, it's mm-hmm. deals may become more readily available here in the next six months, a year. Um, but definitely getting, yeah. getting money, getting money will be much I, more difficult. I even think, um, I, I noticed this, he's actually texting me right now. I mean, to take a phone call, but I'm helping somebody buy a house right now. And when we were deciding like what to offer, we lowballed them pretty good. Um, and they accepted without question. 
And mm-hmm. I, I think that especially if real estate investors are kind of seeing that it's more powerful to have cash right now, especially on something that I, I'm pretty sure it was an old Airbnb mm-hmm. um, is what we were thinking. The way it was staged looked very short term rental. And I guess to them, it was better to have the cash going into these next six months um, than keep waiting around for a better offer. Yeah. So I think um, negotiating power is back a little bit, depending on the neighborhood. We also mm-hmm. I also just helped my sister get under contract on a house in Bentonville and it was a bidding war. So, yeah, um, single family is, it, in my opinion, still like its own wild thing. Oh, yeah. Uh, commercial multifamily is is some big opportunities down the road. Yeah, I'm I'm seeing the same thing as well, Isaac. <clears throat> the single family market is still a little a little crazy. The right spot in single family, you're going to get multiple offers. Yeah. People are, you know, it seems like the the sun came out in the spring and people felt, you know, the sun on their skin and said, "Let's go buy a house." Like that's what it is about every year around this time. Um, and so we see, I've at least seen and hearing some buzz about you know markets kind of ticking up a little bit right here. Um, I got like five listings coming up soon and my my home that i'm building is going to be coming up during this whole time period so um i think it's just praise god that i got all those coming up during a you know during the summer warm period because i think they're all going to sell pretty quick um but i think um i'm just really interested to see what this fall is going to bring um see if my wife and i can grab some properties and uh extend or uh let's see grow our portfolio uh here in the winter time love it so speaking on that do you want to do we want to break down that duplex on yeah. hope i am gonna let y'all yeah. Raining, can you pull that up i'm gonna grab my computer real yeah, quick um so we um obviously text deals back and forth all the time and i think most of us are leaning away from single family into more multifamily commercial stuff. Um, and so I have a, a, an auto email that sends me multifamily listings. Um, and one popped up over off of new hope and Rogers, nice little duplex, 300 grand seeing any multifamily for under 350 was kind of like, Whoa, Hey, let's look at this. Yeah. Um, And deep diving into it may not be as magical as we thought. And we're going to see here. I have, I'm going to adjust my mic. Yeah, I saw this come on the market and I immediately got a text from like four investors and they were like, hey, let's let's check this out. Let's look at this. And thankfully with bigger pockets, I have a, yep, that's, that's the one, Brandon. What's the address on that? Uh, 2421 Old Ridge Street in Rogers. So what we're going to do here for you guys is live break down the numbers. I've already broken down the numbers a few times. We're going to do it raw here. And hopefully you guys find value out of learning some of the things that we're doing here. I'm going to connect to my personal hotspot real quick. You're going to like get an insight to like some insight to like when we see a property like this, how we break the numbers down, what our numbers are. Some of you guys might not agree with us, but we don't care. <laughs> um, let's see here. <clears throat> so on biggerpockets.com, shout out bigger pockets. I got a rental property cal- rental property calculator tool. And so I'm going to do view my reports. 
And this was what address again, Brandon? Yes, that's uh, 2421 Ulrich Street. Gotcha. All right. Now, so what I do first with this, you know, you want to know where this property is. So this property is in a good location in Rogers. It's right off of, uh, it's close to Dixieland, isn't it? Uh, yep. Yeah, pretty close to Dixieland. It's in a good location, nice neighborhood. I, I did the Google Earth, kind of drove by it too. Um, no one's parking on the street, so you you want you want to get some eyes on it first. Um, I like Google Earth because it's kind of like I can be anywhere, anytime. Um, so I I use Google Earth, look at the area. I know that area pretty well. I have two homes, two rental properties in that area, so it's a good area. So check mark on that. I'm just walking you through my mental process. And Brandon, feel free to interject when. Yep. You want um they're asking three three hundred and three thousand for it brandon is this still on the market it is yeah okay so and i'll tell you guys why it's still on the market um <clears throat> this is a so i put in the purchase price i'm thinking like if it's not going to be a multiple offer situation i think i'm going to be able to get it for a little less especially with it being new to the market like if it was 30 days on the market i would put they're asking 303 uh it, if there's no offers, I'm probably going to offer around 290 and see what they say. Um, if it was on the market for 30 days, 30 to 60 days, I'm going to offer something like probably 275 and try to end up at 290. Um, if they're, you know, it's been on the market over 60 days, you know, offer something lower than that. That's kind of yep. the, the math on that. And Brandon would agree with that. Yeah, I think there's, yeah, there's a lot of folks right now talking about it. You can find a lot of value on even on the market, some stuff that's been sitting there for a while. Yeah. So yeah, keep your, keep your eyes out, find locations that work for you that in, in the markets that you want to invest in and, and just kind of see what's been sitting there for a while. So for, for, for our sake here, I'm going to put in 290000 for the purchase price. Next, it's going to ask me what my purchase closing costs are. For a, ho- for a home or a dwelling of this size, it's going to be around $5,000. I, I, I just put 5000 in there. Um, if you're going to buy this in a, as an investment, it's going to be 20% down. And so that's $58,000. Now, you could house hack this as well, and we can run back through, and I can show you what 5% looks like. But, you know, you can pull out your phone, do some calculator math and do 290 times 0.05 and figure out that number. Um, interest rate, we're going to do 6.5%. Brandon, are you, because I just asked um, a couple lenders and one of them said, hey, we can get you like at 6.8 something. And then if you buy down a point, we can get you to 6.5 right now. Yep. And so that was kind of where I'm seeing. And you can, I, they said, buy, if we can buy down two points, that means when when someone says buy down points and lending, that means you're paying money to get the interest rate lower. And so I was even had them say, Hey, we could buy down, um, two points to get to 6.3 something for an investment property, which is pretty good. Pretty good right now. It's going to be on a 30 year term. And so that's your amortization schedule, your, your rental income. So I calculated this at about 1300 aside. I think honestly, that's a little high. It's probably going to be more like 1200 aside. But for the sake of this, this is my projected income, and and we'll get to what the real income is and why it breaks this deal. <laughs> so, I, I let's just keep it at three thirteen hundred aside. Let's say we lease in the in the in the springtime. Your property taxes are going to be one hundred twenty four a month. I got that from online, and then insurance. I just estimated one hundred twenty five per month. That could be totally off. Who knows? No, that's that's going to be pretty close. Um, 
so repairs and maintenance, I did 5%, which is 130 bucks a month of income. So these next categories are things that you have to take into account when you're running your numbers. You just don't go, what's my mortgage? What am I getting for rent? Like, because then you see this big gap and you're like, man, I'm going to make 800 bucks per month. But then you're not calculating in vacancy, your capital expenditures, which means things like roof, mm-hmm. HVAC, your um, and I'm talking a lot right now, but your roof, your HVAC, your hot water heaters, things of that nature, you have to take into account these big ticket items that are going to break. If it's a new home, you're going to put a less percent in this capital ex- expenditure spot. But if you got an old home, you're like, man, everything's on its last leg. You're going to put something more like 8%, 10% in this box instead of 5%. For, for this one, I have 5%. It's pretty, it's a pretty well-built, um, duplex and they updated a bunch of stuff so yeah it depended on your calculator too and you may be getting to this in a minute but you you might want to put in something for uh, lawn care and stuff like that yes or, or is that are you about to get to that yeah it has it on there so there's a box for uh other at the bottom and i'll usually put long lawn care in there like if if you the so for my for my tenants, I have them take care of the lawn care. So I don't, yep. I'm not going to put that in there, but if you want to take care of the lawn care, you can do that as well. So vacancy, I put 3%, um, as an area we're typically below 2% vacancy rate. Uh, that stat was from a while ago. So we could be off of that. If you want to be conservative, we're going to go to, you can go to 5%. Um, I'll just go ahead and put 5% in there for that. So that's 130 bucks a month. Management fees. If you're going to manage this yourself, of course, you're going to put that at zero. If you want a management company, it's going to be pretty standard here, 10% for a single family. Um, the tenant's going to pay their electric, gas, water, sewer. H- there's no HOA fees. Um, their garbage. And the other box, if you're going to mow the lawn for them, you can put like 50 bucks or whatever your lawn guy yep. charges. So I'm going to update analysis i'm going to update this thing and we're going to see so with all of that in place we're at a 234 bucks a month cash flow at a 4.47 percent cash on cash return my income is 2600 and my expenses are 2365 now this is pretty tight with very tight even this is projected like getting probably top dollar for each side and so we're going to dive into this now on why i've i told three or four of my clients hey you know and this is something i like i i enjoy doing is running these numbers and looking at it and going i love advising my clients like they're my friends and so i'm not going to tell my friend look at cash flows 234 bucks a month let's pull the trigger heck no like this is not this is not going to be your 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 uh cup of tea per se um this is going to be this this 234 dollars a month is based off of getting the best rents and and like a pretty good case scenario um and so we're going to go back and here's a thing on the listing brandon do you have that listing pulled up yep here's the kicker and sorry listing agent if you're listening to me whoever listed this (laughs) but your seller listed out or rented out a side right before it got listed for 950 bucks till August of 2024. Why mm. the hell did you do that? Goodness gracious. Tough. That's yep. tough. Like that 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 makes it go from like a a deal that like okay, like maybe this could maybe this could work to 
guys, you know, you got a tenant locked in at 950 under market rents for another shoot. What's that? A year and a half. Yeah. Yeah. Over a year and a half. Like that, it's just not doable at that point. There's going to be things between now and then that pop up that are better than this because of that. Um, And so it is a nice property. If you have some 1031 money, maybe it's a play, but because of that tenant being locked in, I just couldn't recommend it. I'm not sure if there's any scenario in any rental property, and maybe you can tell me if there is that where you should lock somebody in for. I guess maybe I, commercial property a, a year and a half. Warm, but when it when it comes to residential, why would you? I mean, inflation the the standard inflation rate every year even would call for you to increase your rents at least a couple percent. Yeah, I mean, I, I think max a year. I mean, that's pretty yep. standard. I, I mean, I'm not going to lock somebody in for a year and a half. I mean, unless they're like paying well above market rent and I'm like, okay, sweet. Like, you know, market rents here are 1200 and they're paying $1,500. i will lock them in for a year and a half and make sure I have that income. But, you know, you do some some comps in that area and it's about 1200 over there and so if we run this at what the comps are saying which is 1200 aside instead of instead of that 20 of instead of 1300 so now we're at 2400 for the gross monthly income and so we're going to update that with the actual like here's what here's what things should be mm-hmm. and now you're at 84 bucks a month cash flow at a 1.61% return. And so even so you're going to be negative on this deal until you get that renter out. So this is something I would not advise. Um, Brandon, do you have do you have any questions on this or do you have any insight for this deal on anything I might have missed here? Um no, I think I think you you hit a lot of the pieces. I mean, especially right now. I, I typically it, I mean, it used to be a different way where you could find property on market that, you know, you could find cash flow easily. But as of right now, I, you know, I, I have a hard time with number one, finding something that cash flows on the market. And number two, if it's um, really with any investment property or residential property, I personally wouldn't have as much interest on anything that um, a lot of people aren't jumping after. So I, I don't know if you if you got any feedback on, um, you know, what the feed, what what you know, everyone else is thinking on it if they're getting a lot of offers or, or what it looks like. But um, yeah. that's definitely something that I'm thinking about as well. What's what's the traffic on the property? So. I don't I don't um, I don't know what the traffic's like on this property specifically, um, but I got to think I mean, it looks really enticing and I got to think they're probably going to like trick somebody into getting, you know, going under contract and then they're going to be like, oh, crap, that tenant's locked in till August of 2024. Like, yeah. why would... The only scenario... Sorry, I just got here. I was on the phone. Oh, you're good. <laughs> <laughs> the, um, the only scenario I thought of this was um, I was listening to Bigger Pockets yesterday and they were they did a full hour on house hacking. And obviously, I don't know if you guys have talked about that model with this rental or not. Um, that, but, we haven't yet. Yeah, so the they kind of refreshed my brain during that episode that house hacking is not to pay zero on your mortgage. It's to lower your mortgage to something reasonable. Yeah. Um, and so if you're a young person, have a little bit of cash saved up, um, don't want to keep paying a landlord. This may be a scenario where you can buy the, buy a property, live in one side, get the nine fifty from the tenant on the other one. And now your mortgage 
is effectively a thousand bucks for a duplex. So let's do that. Let's 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 go in and edit this deal as if you're a listener going, "Hey, I want to move into this as a conventional five uh, percent down deal." And so now we're gonna go. We're gonna keep the purchase price at two ninety. Um, we're gonna do your closing costs are still gonna be around five thousand dollars. Now we're gonna take the the percent down and we're going to change that to five percent so that's 14 instead of fifty-eight thousand or whatever now we're at fourteen thousand five hundred now interest rates probably going to be more like six would you say on this i would lean heavy on six and a half six uh, so let's just yeah. let's just keep it at six that's, and a half I, i'm a i like worst case scenario okay let's just <laughs> let's just keep it at six and a half loan term still going to be 30 um rental income so we're just going to put that 950 in here and we'll see like what your yeah. mortgage is going to be basically or like or or we'll see what your mortgage is going to be and how much you're going to have to pay per month yep. so that 950 is going to be subtracted from your mortgage um property taxes insurance the same uh repairs vacancy so as as management fees you're going to be living there so we're going to take off management fees and put that to zero because i mean you can kind of maybe make a fake no phone number and that tenant can not know who you are but you're living next door mm. kind of do your own thing yeah. uh capital expenditures vacancies while you're there is going to be zero because that side's locked in um repairs and maintenance so let's just keep it at five which is 47 bucks a month and capital expenditures let's keep it at five it's 47 bucks a month all right now let's update this and we're at a negative 69.87 percent cash on cash return and a negative so basically your income's 950 and your expenses are 2085 so you're you're going to be your monthly cash flow is going to be um negative 1135 so basically you're going to be paying about 1135 dollars to own a property mm -hmm. and have this as um oh potential income so let's say you live there for a year and a half till this 950 gets done you rent that side out for 1200 and you rent your side out for 1200 now you're cash flowing on it mm -hmm. and for five for fourteen thousand down so this goes from a deal i would not advise to an investor to this might be a good first house hack and you could be be super creative even if even if 1100 bucks is is too much for you like it's two bedroom get a buddy charge them yeah four, four or five yeah. bucks to rent a room from 100%. you and uh and it's like you're already gonna pay a landlord around anywhere from 500 to a thousand bucks minimum if you're if you're splitting a space with somebody so why not Try and save up the four. You said fourteen thousand to get into the. It was like fourteen thousand five hundred to get in there, and then five thousand for closing costs. Yeah, so, so you may be able to get them to cover closing so costs. For, if you can save up twenty grand, you can lock in a potential cash flowing property in the future. Yep. Uh, Long term play for six hundred, seven hundred bucks a month. I mean, that's you're going to be paying that to a landlord anyways. Oh, yeah. You know. Oh so, yeah. I mean, there there's there's ways to make deals work. Um, I think we all texted about it. Like if I was a single guy and I, and I wanted to get it on some rental property, this is something I would look at for sure. Oh yeah. Um, I mean, I, but there's e a number. Yeah. Even, even as a married guy now, like <laughs> I, I've been kind of just going through my head and talking, talking to my bride and I'm just like, man, even, even if we do have to pay a thousand bucks on a, on a nicer duplex or maybe we find a fourplex, obviously, you know, it's not 
quite so easy right now. So we're we're trying to trying to find something off market sometimes as well. Yeah. But yeah, you know, even even if it comes out to be where you have to pay a thousand bucks a month, you, you're getting a piece of real estate. You're sacrificing your your you know obviously our living conditions are great right now. We would love to stay there, but it, it's worth making that sacrifice if you're a single guy or gal. Number one, but even, number two, even if if your spouse is willing to make that yeah. sacrifice, yeah. Um, you're, you're going to you, you have to set up. your goal on on the the long term. Um, I mean, there's a there's a I don't know what the saying is, but like there's a difference between being rich and having wealth. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and real estate is, is down the wealth track for sure. Oh yeah. So, I, I liked your, your tweet the other day. I always like to see your, you, you staying on Twitter heavy. Everybody go follow Isaac on, on, on Twitter. Isaac <laughs> um, just, just tweeting the real estate journey. But, uh, you mentioned the other day, um, just, just about how, you know, out the gate for you, real, real estate was, you you made quite a bit of deals in your first two I years, mean, and and the market was. I was fishing it, with dynamite. Like, you were. It was it was all three percent interest rates and everything, and, and things cash flowed on the MLS. Yeah, yeah. And it, it it was really humbling when the interest rates started going up, and I started losing deals, and like stuff wasn't penciling, and I was like, man, do I suck at this? And it's like, no, I just learned with training wheels on. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. Got super you, lucky. And you can get your you can get in this headspace where man I'm I'm failing right now because I'm not making any deals and yeah. Zach yeah. you probably too because you is when you hopped in the real estate game you yeah. were you already made your first two house purchases yeah. in the first maybe year and a half or yeah. something like that and so you can start to feel like you're failing right now if you're not making deals but you're not you're you're, you're being not. wise and you're not you're not pulling the trigger on and bet you know you're not you're not just um, there's a difference between obtaining pr- properties and then obtaining properties wisely. You know, you, yeah. you know, somebody to your right could have 50 properties, but only have you know 5,000 bucks of cash flow, and you could have five properties and have 5,000 bucks of cash flow. It's about the quality of the property, not the quantity of the property, and that's that's a well-known saying. Mm-hmm. So I would say, as an investment for 20% down, if you're an investor, probably know for this. If you're tired of paying rent and want to house hack this, this is amazing be for me um mm-hmm. it's not like a home run but Probably it's not a home run yeah. still not a home run but it's like hey this could work especially if you keep it a while um this is like this is a potential good long-term play so mm-hmm. lots of creative ways to think about this hopefully this helps you guys out and we weren't we weren't just mumbling a bunch of stuff that didn't make sense um here but that that's um that's a deal deep dive into mm. a duplex here in Rogers, Arkansas. And so yeah. that's on the market currently. Um, feel, feel free to send us your, your deals in, in yeah. Northwest Arkansas, outside of Northwest Arkansas. We'd love to deep dive them on the show. Let's so. do, um, let's do a single family here real quick. Brandon, just pull up a, just pull up a single family under 300,000 right now. Cause I want to, <laughs> I want to, results. I, <laughs> I want to, I want to, pr- I want to prove a point about like, I'm not proof point, but just like show the, how these numbers like do not work right now. That's a lot. There's some in Springdale I've seen. Yeah, oh yeah. There's, there's some out there. there especially under 300,000. There's a few. Yeah. We'll, we'll go to, uh, I've been looking for, while, while Brandon looks it up, I've been looking for me and my wife for a house for us. And, and like, just wait oh, till the end of the year. And I know we're, yeah. we're, we're sweating because I, I talk about it all the time, but like, I got lucky because my wife bought a house and got a 2.8 interest rate and uh, I moved oh, in dude. with her yeah. and just rented my house out. And now I'm like, ah, oh, it's really, it's like 900 square feet. It's really small. 
and I keep looking at stuff and I'm like, that looks awesome. And then everybody's just like, just hold, just wait. Yeah. Dude, yeah. I, Isaac and I were, were pushing her at the time. Like, just go, go get your deal. Like, go we get had, a deal. We had to fight her to buy that house. Yeah. She, really she did. wanted to back out a few times, but man, in hindsight, unbelievable Glad purchase. So what do we got, Brandon? So we got one in, in the beloved Lowell. Lowell. Uh, Lowell. The Switzerland of Arkansas. <laughs> The yeah. hub and spoke of Northwest Arkansas. It's the future, the folks. Y'all, <laughs> keep your eyes out. It's the future. Keep your eyes out for Lowell. Oh big, man, big Amazon warehouse. Big Am- Well, I think they they may have canceled it. I, I may be wrong on that, but they're, so they're this pulling back right now. Said this town sucks. I heard Walmart's going to the men. So, <laughs> uh, so we got two hundred sixty three nine is the purchase price. What's the address? Address is one six four. Joy Carol Loop. Joy K Springdale? Yeah. Uh it'll say Springdale. Slow, yeah. So Springdale. what what this bigger pocket thing does for me is it auto populates the property tax in there so I don't have to look it up. Which is super nice. So what's the purchase price on it? Two sixty three nine. Two sixty three nine. How long has it been on the market? Twelve days actually. So two sixty three nine. I am probably going to offer like 249 on this or something something around there probably end up at 253ish let's just say let's just zoned out how long has it been on the market 12 days i yeah. i probably should have pulled one up that's been let's say let's say 2 253,000 let's say the sellers budge a little bit and on this one we're going to get closing costs paid for because we're baller negotiators so you have closing costs realtor like you have a great Brandon Stiller, Ozzy Johnson <laughs> yeah pick one of us you're good with all three um you're going to we're going to say we negotiated closing costs for you so we're going to do it's going to be a home that are we do we want to run this as an investor or as a move in and then move out and I, I like running everything as an investment. Okay, yeah, so we're, let's run it as a twenty percent down. Mm-hmm. This is going to be fifty thousand dollars, fifty thousand six hundred dollars down, and your interest rate is going to be let's just say six point five. Keep it the same as last one, thirty year term. It's pretty standard. Uh, your gross monthly income on this property. How many how many square feet is this property, Brandon? It is fifteen thirty four. Fifteen thirty four. What's the bed bath on it? Uh, three bed, two bath, 172 a foot. Let me look at some of these pictures real quick. Yeah. She's a little bit old. I mean, and dated. Could be worse, though. Bad, kind bad of podcasting. The walls are green. The walls they are, are green. Olive. Um, All right. One, how, how many car garage? That's big for me. It is a two car garage. Two car garage is yeah. huge. It so is. this is. I, so I run numbers all the time. This is looking like a little over a dollar, like barely over a dollar a square foot. So we're pro- let's just say sixteen hundred. I think that's generous. So let's say sixteen hundred on your gross monthly income on this um, property tax insurance. What do we want to put there annual for insurance? Um, fifteen hundred. I yeah, I usually do about a dollar square foot on the single family stuff. So yeah, fifteen hundred. That's about right. So fifteen hundred repairs and maintenance. Let's put it at a, how old's the home, Brandon? It is two thousand five. Oh, wow. two thousand five. So if they haven't replaced that's the stuff, we're creeping up on twenty years. If they haven't re- replaced their big ticket items, we're creeping up on twenty years. So mm-hmm. definitely in capital, ex- we're going to assume they haven't, and we're going to do like an eight percent capital expenditures put back per month on repairs and maintenance. Let's just keep it. I just I always do five percent. I mean I'm. 
not super worried about repairs and maintenance. I mean, you should be, but I just, if it happens, uh, it, it happens. depends on the home. Like, like yeah. Zach's saying, if it's an older home, uh, by big ticket items like water heater, HVAC, things like that. Roof. Roof, usually 25-year warranty on those. So as you're creeping onto that, um, you got some big expenses. Or not a 25-year warranty, a 25-year lifespan. Lifespan. Yeah. 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 Excuse me. Uh, look what I just I, saw on, I, the, I, on the bottom of the MLS, too. I, what does it say? It says, uh, tenant occupied, rent is eleven fifty. Lease agreement expires Sheesh. February of 24. So, goodness gracious. So, so, automatically from that, it's a no go. Absolutely no. It's under, it's under rented on mark. These, these homes that come on the market that are under rent, that are under rented and they have a tenant in there, it's just like your pool for people that would buy that, it shrinks significantly. So, we're going to assume <laughs> that there is no tenant in there for this one and just bypass that bit of knowledge so no do not buy this home just offer based on the income yeah we're gonna Question. we're gonna offer based on the projected income yeah. uh vacancy we're gonna put it three percent i mean it's gonna get rented uh, this is gonna this is a hot take i always put zero zero oh, that's psychotic absolutely uh, Ooh, that's, that is, that is a, little that's a hot take but we'll but take it, it yeah. it's just yeah all right. I, not everybody's perfect, you know. I've, and, <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding. I just wouldn't. I'm you rarely. I don't own a, a property that if I list it doesn't get like ten applicants. Yeah. Um, and then also, if it's if it's vacant, I have I've yet to have one vacant. All my tenants are yeah. there, plus, yeah. plus your renters. Well, if you want to be conservative, put five percent in yeah. there. For yeah. this yeah. case, yeah. with don't be like Isaac. I'm just. With the with this location with this location and the rent price, it'll be it'll be rented. So let's just put for the sake of for sake of Isaac, we're going to do zero percent vacancy. I mean, do not advise us. But is ninety nine percent occupied. Like yeah. people rent anything that comes on. Oh market. yeah, that's that is a stat. We're, we're very highly occupied, and so if we do management fees, we're going to say you're paying a management company on this one ten percent. Um, if you're managing it yourself, you do zero. Um, so we can run the numbers with management company and then without uh the tenant's going to pay all their electric gas water you know uh there's no hoa garbage uh they mow their own lawn we're going to go finish analysis and you are negative 300 bucks a month negative 7.13 percent cash on cash return your income is 1600 and your expenses are 1900 this is a no deal no deal and it's that quick what are I was I was on a phone call when y'all started doing this. What calculator are you using? Bigger pockets rental calculator. Yeah. Yep. And so even if we go back in here and let's say you want to manage this property yourself, let's just say we take off everything. Like you, we don't take into account capital. Take, take off the uh, take off the management. I took off. Okay, so I'll do five. That's only 160 bucks. You're still gonna uh, be negative. So I'm gonna take off everything here mm -hmm. and just see where we end up. Let's just say you're just calculating income and exp and your mortgage you're going to be like basically break even at 66 bucks a month cash flow. Yeah. And so if you li if literally a toilet gets clogged and you have to call a plumber, then your 66 bucks a month goes from 66 to negative 250. So yeah. I mean, that's it's it, a no deal regardless. And, and something that gets kind of looked over when when we start analyzing cuz we do it so much is something that I noticed is um, what Zach just did right there is analyze a property super expensive right except for the vacancy obviously that's on me but um analyze it all worst case scenario yep. and then work backwards like, yeah okay yep. what if i manage it myself take that off yeah what if i mow the yard 
and then add that to the rent, right? Yeah. Yep. What if I uh, do this? What if I get a home warranty so I know my thing when things break, it's going to be this much deductible, you know, things yeah. like that. If you kind of work backwards, um, that's actually how a lot of businesses operate too. One of my favorite stories is Amazon. Um, they had a board meeting one time and they're like, our biggest expenditure is web servers. Um, how do we fix that? And then they started Amazon work service and just created their own server. And now it's one of their biggest cash cows. Yeah. Wow. Um, and so they take a problem, work backwards and who knows, you may start a landscaping company because you start yeah. your own yard. I mean, yeah, yeah. You, exactly what Isaac said. You want to run worst case scenario because you don't want to get this pie in the sky idea that this property is something that it's not. You want to run it based off of reality. We live in reality. We live in facts. Unlike, you know, the U S government and a lot of <laughs> politicians right now, we live in the reality and we live in the world of facts yeah. as investors. And especially in conservative <laughs> Northwest Arkansas, we live in facts and reality. So you want to run your numbers based off facts and reality and yeah. go, Hey, you know, what's the real deal happening here? We're not going to put two, $2,000 in rent because Walmart's based out of Northwest Arkansas and everyone's just that we're indestructible. We got to look at, we got to look at the facts. What's saying, what are things renting for in the area? Um, we're doing this based off of knowledge of, yeah. of solid knowledge. We're not ba basing this off. Oh, what's the potential of the pie in the sky. So, um, yeah. got to take emotion out of real estate. Yes. We, we all know that more than the anything. The back door so. to this, since there is a, tenant in it for a year is you can work backwards using the same calculations we did mm. um, and take the current rent and go back. We don't have to do this now. It's going to yeah. take forever. But take the current rent, work backwards and get a number that works and then just slide that offer um, and let it sit. Yeah, that's a, you never know. that's a great point is you can, <laughs> you can go, hey, 263, this doesn't work. But hey, at 205,000, this works. Get, have a call with that listing agent. Have one of us have a call with that listing <laughs> yeah. agent. Oh, I'll call them and say, Midnight. "Hey, you, this property does not work for an investor, but at two hundred five thousand with current interest rates, I hope you can understand that two hundred five thousand does. I understand if your seller doesn't like this, that's fine. Uh, if it's so, you know, I'll ping you here in a month if it's still on the market. Mm -hmm. And so you keep in, you got to keep in contact with those people. Uh, that's what I'm. Do that's what we're doing with a few of my investors right now. Is we're going." You know, hey, what what would the number for us work? Letting a listing agent know that, and if it's still in the market in a month, month and a half, two months, you go, hey, still interested, and you'll we're going to start seeing those people start coming back to you yep. and go, hey, are you still interested at two oh five? Like my seller said, he would do it. He'd even own owner finance. Um, so I love that. Yeah, yeah. yeah don't that, don't be afraid to to lowball. I mean, there and and sit on it for a bit. I know there's properties out there that y'all pro have probably bid on in the last year. Definitely me. I I, can't, I have an offer. We talked about that yeah. a little yeah. bit ago. I've got an offer out there right now that I'm just like, I put in on Monday on a on a little storage complex, and and I'm just like so I heard sitting back. around waiting. <laughs> and I'm like, maybe I ought to call her today. I'm like, no, just let's just wait. Let's just see. Act like you don't marinate. need it. Act like you don't need this. Yeah, deal. I mean that's that's kind of what it what it takes, oddly yeah. a little bit, because uh, especially. Like, I mean, yeah, it's just get, it's getting more tight that people are getting scared. Yeah. You see it in the news. They're going to see it as well. Yeah. Um, and, and things are going to start cracking. So yeah, that's, that's how my, my fourplex deal actually went down like that. Yeah. I threw out a number. Yeah. And it took, then three months later, their 1031 timeline was gone and they had to take mine. They said, hey, time's up. Time's up. Time to know. It works out. 
Yep, wrap it up. So thanks for tuning in for episode 11. Uh, hope you guys found some value in us breaking down uh, those deals. I, I really enjoy doing this. I enjoy doing this with clients and going, you know, someone will shoot me something. I'll go, hey, let's do a Zoom call tomorrow and let's run the numbers together. Helps teach my clients, here's what I'm doing in the background for you to, sh- you know, here's my due diligence part of why we run numbers, why we do what we do. Um, us three as agents specifically, we thrive and our business grows off of being truthful to our clients and presenting them with deals and opportunities that are going to make them better investors and help them to spend more time with their family and kids. And so we're not going to tell you to, and we're not going to run terrible numbers. We're going to run good numbers. We're going to push deals your way that are good and you want to run numbers uh, in reality. So thanks for tuning in with us. If you guys have questions on this, if you got a home you're looking at that's across the street that you want numbers run, reach out to one of us. Uh, find me on Instagram. Just look up Zach Stanley and look for somebody handsome. Isaac. I'm Isaac Johnson on all platforms. Be still the man underscore. Brandon still, let's go. Yep. Thanks for tuning in. Out. Love you guys.